on, everybody? Welcome back to Matt Goes to the Movies. And, and oh boy, comic book month rolls along here. And the next one, boy, folks, it's a doozy. And what I mean by that is we are talking about Catwoman. Um, one of the worst, worst, not only comic book movies, one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Yeah, in my life, if that's going to give you a preview of how this episode's going to go here. But I didn't say all these movies were going to be good for this month. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, to everybody that's listening to this episode, you know, if this is the first time that you've caught Matt Goes to the Movies, welcome. Uh, hopefully this episode is interesting enough where you want to check out some of the other uh, comic book movies that we've done here at Matt Goes to the Movies or anything else that we've done uh, throughout the, you know, the course of the show here. So, uh, welcome. With that being said, let's get right in uh, to the first segment here at Matt Goes to the Movies and the watch rating. And watch rating based on three scales, is it high, medium, or low? Meaning, if it's high, the movie's, you know, deserves rewatches. Medium, yeah, you could, you know, watch it every now and then. It's probably not something that you're going to throw on of your own accord, but, you know, if uh, a friend asked you to watch it or you were walking by the television and it happened to be on a station that you were on, um, yeah, you'd rewatch it. Or is it low? Uh, the movie doesn't deserve to be rewatched at all. And in this segment, once I give the rating, I give a spoiler-free explanation of why that is, um, you know, it's the rating that it is. And for me, this is low. I said it in the introduction. Uh, this is one of the worst movies of all time that I have seen. It is literally terrible. Uh, everything from the plot, the CGI, the dialogue... The absolutely unbelievable shaky cam that defines the action, and I say that in air quotes, uh, this movie from top to bottom has nothing, absolutely nothing going for it. It has no redeeming qualities, and I'm going to get this out of the way. This movie is so bad that even an attractive Halle Berry in skimpy clothes as Catwoman is not a reason to even ever feast your eyes on this movie. This thing is a train wreck caught in a fire, caught in a flood, caught in a tornado. This is absolutely the worst thing uh, almost ever. And it's not even one of those movies that you can sit there and say, oh my God, this is so bad, it's good. There's movies like that. We've covered those here. Uh, I think X-Men Origins Wolverine is one of those movies. I think Batman and Robin has reached that status of it's so bad that it's good that you can watch that. Um, you know, Sharknado, things like that that have um, developed followings. A movie like The Room by Tommy Wiseau, uh, Samurai Cop. Those movies have a charm and a quality about them. Um and you can rewatch those movies. There's absolutely no reason to ever, ever, ever watch Catwoman. Ever. Unless you're doing it to show people what not to do in film. Uh, to her credit, Halle Berry is really, really good about this. Uh, she accepted uh, a Razzie for this movie while holding an Oscar, which I thought was really funny. She admits this movie is absolute trash. Um, but the fact of the matter is... Uh, 
it still happened. So doesn't give her a complete pass because she also recently did Moonfall, which I just saw. But um, that is going to end the watch rating. Now, for some reason, if you've never seen this movie and you do not believe that opening segment and something inside of you says, I don't care, I have to see this movie... Uh, this is where I'm going to get into spoilers talking about the movie. So if you don't want to be spoiled and for some reason you are just primed for punishment and you want to put yourself through torture and watch this movie, uh, pause this, this episode of Matt Goes to the Movies. Go watch Catwoman. You can find it on HBO Max right now if you you know wanted to uh, because we're going to get into popcorn time. Popcorn time, breaking down the movie, what its main characters are, are there any relatable messages, is there a favorite part of the movie, least uh, least favorite part, do you have characters that you like? So, uh, breaking down the movie, first of all, with Catwoman, right out of the gate, it's not Selina Kyle, it's not the character that DC fans know and love, Um, it's some random woman that is going to get the powers of Catwoman, because it's powers, people. Um, it's been passed down over generations of time uh, to different women to empower them and walk the line, so to speak. And they even try to plug in the fact uh, Michelle Pfeiffer from Batman Returns. There is a picture of her in this movie when we get some crazy explanation about what is happening. Uh, to Halle Berry's character, who, by the way, you know, is is killed and is brought back to life by a giant CGI Garfield cat, which was amazing. Uh, well, it plays this giant musical score like they're actually doing something in this movie. And that's what's funny is, you know, now you look back at this and you can say this is a piece of trash, but the way that this movie some of the dialogue in this movie and the the score that they use, like, they thought they were actually doing something. Like, it is amazing that you really thought you had something good on your hands. And I, I really don't like to do this because I know a lot of effort goes into these things. You know, these are people's livelihoods, you know, what they've worked their entire life on. But, man, you know... Sorry, when it's a duck, you call it a duck. And when it's a piece of crap, you got to call it a piece of crap. And and Catwoman's a piece of crap. Um, I I talked about, you know, the dialogue, the plot. They can't even successfully shoot this movie cohesively. Uh, There's a scene in the beginning where, like, no, I don't think anybody cared or... Maybe they just didn't notice. There's a scene early on when Halle Berry's character literally has on the same outfit for over, like, a couple days time frame. And the scenes are shot so weird, like they forgot in the editing room that the scene that comes second actually needed to be, like, first. They, like, reversed order of the scenes. It's really weird. She has this incredibly uh, horny friend who is there for no reason whatsoever except to, like, move the plot around um, because 
you know, again, the plot, the plot of this movie literally is an evil corporation that sells beauty cream that if you stop using it causes like skin decay and breakdown. You start to look like, you know, a zombie from The Walking Dead. That's the plot of this movie is a skin company selling makeup to women that if you don't continue to use it, will literally break down your body. Um, And she happens to stumble upon this in a meeting because the bad guys are doing bad guy things where they're talking out loud in an unlocked building um, where anybody can just randomly get in. And she hears the conversation, they kill her, and she, she comes back as Catwoman, fresh with a new haircut, um, superpowers, the, the ability to jump through CGI green screens, and just a weird cat dialogue where she uses cat puns and, like, says perfect and all this ridiculous crap that I'm sure they thought was really great when they were writing this. Um, It's literally like they took... It's like they just took words. Like, you know if you're playing a video game and you're playing an RPG and you have to name your character? It's like if you just went on the web and typed in name generator and then just randomly picked something. That's what this script is. This script went online, typed in a Google search, and said, movie scripts, and just clicked auto-generate and said, oh, there's our ideas. Because nothing is coherent, nothing makes sense, they have a weird basketball scene. Like, what is it with these movies? We reviewed Daredevil uh, here on the show, and... You know, they have that weird fight scene in front of kids in that movie. But here, we have two characters that play basketball because there's this detective who's the only cop in town that shows up for anything, by the way, um, that wants patience. That's that's Halle Berry's character's name in the movie. Um, you know, who, who likes her, um, shows up out of nowhere because he thinks she's going to commit suicide because she's trying to save a cat that's testing her to see if she's ready to take the powers. Yes, people, it is as stupid as I'm describing it and as haphazard as I'm describing it. It, it, it doesn't deserve, like, actual breakdown, this movie. But he finds her, he likes her. She shows up at a school when he's talking to kids about being a cop, um, and they end up playing basketball outside where she grinds on him, like literally turns around and grinds on him in front of these kids. He lifts his shirt up to show his ads, his abs, and then she pounces on him like they're going to do it right on the concrete after they're done playing basketball. Like, I'm not kidding, folks. That's the scene. If you don't believe me, go ahead. Go to HBO Max. Go to YouTube. Look up Catwoman basketball scene. They're dry humping each other on the court in front of kids and like in front of elementary school kids. It's freaking weird. Not only that, this movie 
interesting. You talk about, you know, I know the like the Bourne movies get a lot, the Taken movies get a lot of flack for how they film action, and it's a lot of camera cuts. This movie, I'll tell you what, they want to give you whiplash. Like, they literally want you to sue them for hospital bills because you are snapping your neck trying to follow this action because... Nobody can do a goddamn thing in this movie. Nobody can pull off these stunts. Nobody can kick. Nobody can fight. Nobody can jump. They can't do anything. This movie is literally one long commercial to look at Halle Berry in sexy clothing, but you don't even care because this movie sucks. It's terrible. It's one of the worst things ever created. It's crazy to think about that one year later after Catwoman, we got Batman Begins because Catwoman is the equivalent of throwing up and then scooping it and re-drinking it. And I'm sorry, folks, if that sounds incredibly gross, but that's this movie. That is what it is. There's nothing great about it. The main villain, Michelle Pfeiffer, you know... She's the beauty model who's being left behind because she's old now and she happens to be married to the, you know, the the head of this this corporation that is cheating with this new girl that's going to take over the face of the campaign um and ends up killing her husband and she's the main villain and fights Catwoman who by the way this beauty cream that I was telling you about you know if you stop using it it'll kill you but if you continue to use it, your skin gets hard as steel, by the way, for whatever reason. So she's almost indestructible, but yet during her fight scene with Catwoman, she's getting kicked around like she's getting hurt. You know, they don't even give they don't even give a damn to follow their own script. Because if your skin is as hard as steel and you're in a fight. You shouldn't be acting like anything that's happening to you actually hurts. But she gets kicked, and she grimaces, and she grunts, and all this other BS that happens in this movie happens. I, I just, I lost my train of thought there because it's just so bad. There's there's no train of thought. Like, you shouldn't have one because the writer sure as hell didn't give a damn about having a train of thought in this movie. Like... What I just described is the movie. There's stuff in between. You know, she meets this this woman who tells her the history of, uh, you know, of cat women through time and empowering them. And the ending, don't even get me started. She, you know, she takes off um, from this boyfriend of hers because sometimes she's good and sometimes she's bad but this is the life she's now been given like this movie acts like they're actually saying something about women being empowered or some bullshit sorry when it's not about empowering women at all this movie has nothing to do with empowering women this movie is about all of a sudden putting Halle Berry in some freaking dominatrix lingerie suit you know, jumping around in CGI backgrounds, uh, you know, occasionally fighting some people or going over to her neighbor's house to turn down his music because she's having a party. Like, this is such a terrible message. Like, two females, actually. The whole message about using the beauty cream and every It's 
terrible. It's a horrible message to women that this this director and, and these script writers, I, I they actually feel like they were doing something. Like they were they were making this movie for women. Like it's awful. It's a slap in the face. And there's nothing good about it. There's no favorite parts of the movie. There's no least favorite parts because the whole movie is one giant turd. It's just floating. It's just in the pool, sitting there, floating. You don't want to touch it. You don't want to go near it. Maybe you just move. You don't. You don't want to do. You just move houses. You're willing to like to just move because you want to be nowhere near this turd. That's what this movie is. It's a turd that will not leave. There's no favorite characters. There's no favorite least characters because nobody is relatable. Nobody is fun. Nobody has anything solid to do. Everybody sucks. Everybody is a bad person. Nobody has any good character development. Nothing happens. Nothing is worth it. This movie has no consequence. This movie has no shining light. This movie has nothing. Absolutely nothing to do except for be in the trash bin. It's not worth free. It's not worth a rental. It's not worth anything. This movie should be completely forgotten. Again, the only thing this is good for is to show this to somebody to say, don't do this. If you want to try and have a film career, do not do this because you will be done. That is it. Nobody will want to hire you. Nobody will want to work with you. This is terrible. So that's all I have to say about that. Um, You know, We'll move on to the last segment, roll credits. Is there anything interesting about the film, box office, behind the scenes? There's not, people. The box office sucked. It killed it. There were things that they wanted to do with this movie. There was no way it was going to be, like, it was going to get a sequel. Like, this thing was so bad that it just, you know, again, a year later, we get Batman Begins, and it was like, boy, we got to do better, because holy cow, like, this can't be acceptable. Um... But certainly some of the other movies that we're going to cover here for the month um, didn't do better. But there's nothing interesting about this film whatsoever. And in roll credits, we will talk about the overall rating system, which is different than watch rating. Watch rating is can this movie be rewatchable? Because, uh, again, there's some movies that don't get a high score, but they're rewatchable because they're so funny that they're so bad. Uh, the overall system is a one to five. One reel to five reels. And for the first time ever, first time ever, and Matt goes to the movies, I will not even follow that system because this doesn't even deserve a one. This movie is a zero out of five reels. It is the only time I have ever given any movie zero. That is how bad this movie is. There's nothing, nothing. There's not one piece of action. There's not one piece of dialogue. There's not one character. There's not one scene in this movie that gives it any type of merit or any type of positive rating. This is trash. Stay clear at all costs. Now, with that being said, this is one of the worst ones. Now, there's certainly some, some ones that are still coming up. 
on Matt Goes to the Movies that are bad as well. Um, you will be seeing Green Lantern, Spawn, and Ghost Rider on Matt Goes to the Movies. Those will all be uploaded as well. Uh, I re-recorded part of this ending. I was out for quite some time for Matt Goes to the Movies. Uh, I was sick. You know, couldn't really do a lot of things. Couldn't edit. So, um, you know, if you've been wondering what's been going on, because January was supposed to be comic book month, um, everything will be uploaded here because at the tail end of February, starting on the 12th, something very, very different for Matt Goes to the Movies. Uh, I'm going to be joined by my son, Brandon. I'm going to be joined by Rob. You certainly know him if you've listened to this show from several episodes. He also does a spinoff show on this channel at certain times. And Harrison from The Basement Binge. Again, uh, I'll be joined by Harrison from The Basement Binge, Rob, my son, Brandon. Because starting February 12th, we are going to do our list of the top 100 video games according to us. We're going to break it down into four segments. So that is going to be January 12th will be 100 through 75. January 24th will be the next. January 26th will be the next. And January 28th will be the next list, 1 through 25. I am super excited to go through that. So listeners... That's going to be a really, really different episode. It's going to be posted on all the social media channels, you know, asking for your thoughts. What are your top games? Once we release the list, let us know what you think. Do you have fond memories of some of the games that we're going to, you know, list? Because I'm sure there's going to be a lot of discrepancy in between the list of where I rank something, where Rob Harrison, etc. does. But I'm sure we'll have a lot of crossover because some of these numbers are going to be influenced, you know, especially for me, based on what was going on in my life when this game released. You know, it might not be the best overall game. There's games that have better gameplay, maybe better story, you know, or what have you. But what did this game mean to me? How much time did I put into it? What was going on in my life? I think that's going to be a really interesting dynamic to talk about these games. I'm super excited to bring something new to Matt Goes to the Movies. I hope you guys are going to enjoy it. So until next time, thank you very much for listening. Continue to subscribe, get new episodes, interact with the social media pages, and we will see you next time at Matt Goes to the Movies.